so a lot of times, you know, we think about this may be more relevant for the woman who has been in the workplace for a really long time. And she's saying, you know, like I wore suits all of my life and this and that. Well, now we're seeing a lot of dress codes are changing. So we need to let go of who we used to be and dress for who we are now. Well, it's official. People are heading back to the office. Are you ready? Do you have a wardrobe that not only fits, but really reflects who you are and how you want to be seen? Hi, this is Diana Burnell O'Leary with Job Talk Weekly. Today, we talk with image consultant and personal stylist Ashley Schaefer, who talks about the important role clothing can have on our confidence and success. We also talk about the closet. Just like breakfast is the most important meal of the day, Ashley tells us why the closet helps launch your entire day. Let's jump in. Hey, Ashley, welcome back to Job Talk Weekly. Hi, thanks so much for having me. So you're an image consultant and personal stylist, and I think a lot of people just think clothing and wardrobe, but I know your work goes deeper than that. So tell us a little bit about what being an image consultant is all about. Sure. So, you know, I describe myself as an image consultant because it really is beyond just the outfit. You know, a personal stylist, you know, you think of celebrities and they create these looks for them to walk down the red carpet. And that's kind of the end game, right? But image consulting has such a larger umbrella. So it really considers the woman and yes, her personal style and what she wants to wear. But it goes deeper into considering your lifestyle. You know, are you commuting for work? Do you have to go right to a soccer game after work? And creates a wardrobe that allows for you to thrive in your lifestyle. And then that third layer of what your desired image is. How do you want others to perceive you? And so when I'm creating wardrobes for women, it really considers all three of those things. Well, and let's talk about work because that is the nature of our program, whether it's someone who's searching for a job or showing up at the office, how can they tackle their style, their image to make sure that they're bringing their personality, but that they're also matching up with what's appropriate for whatever it is that their work is? Sure. So I think when you're getting dressed for work, it's always really important to consider your personal style and really to show off some of your personality. So if you do have a bright and bubbly personality and you love wearing color, you should incorporate that into your work wardrobe. And as long as it adheres to the dress code and, you know, is work appropriate, because I think when you do show yourself off through your personal style, it helps to cultivate relationships. And that's really the key to success in, in the workplace. Oh, that's a really good one. So talk to us also about confidence, because I can tell in the days when I feel put together that my confidence soars. So do you work with your clients as well to finding that style, that look for them that boosts their confidence? Absolutely. So a lot of my clients actually find it really interesting when we work together and I have them put on a look. The first question that I ask them is, how do they feel? And countless times they always say to me, you know, I've never really thought about that. I've never considered that as a question. I always let just say like, does this match or does this look good? But 
really consider it like ask yourself how you feel when you put on an outfit. If you have to hesitate or you the answer isn't amazing, then that look isn't doing you any favors. Even if it is flattering, you know, if it's not giving you some sort of striking some sort of emotion, then, you know, that's not going to really help to propel your confidence. You know, even if, you know, you are on Zoom and it makes you feel better to put on a pair of heels while you're sitting at your desk, like who's to say you can't do that? Because I think that that will still translate through, you know, how you interact on Zoom calls and your work product. You know, we did a terrific episode a couple of weeks ago about people who work 100% remotely, even before the pandemic. And that was one of the tips that they had was to make sure you get dressed up in whatever way suits you, that it's a visual cue, and but it's also a cue to yourself that, hey, I've taken a shower, I've not just rolled out of bed in my pajamas and tackled the laptop, that there is uh, something going on that tells you that you're showing up to something special. And the other one that this reminds me of is, um, do you know the TV show, The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel? I don't, actually. Okay, so I just started watching it. One of my friends loves it. And it's this terrific scene because she's Upper West Side. She's very polished. She has expensive clothes. But she shows up to a meeting in a very dingy office with people who are a little, you know, a little scruffy. And they say to her, why are you wearing a dress? Why are you dressed like that? And she says, I dress for a meeting. I have a meeting. I dress for a meeting. Like, I just loved that because it was her way of saying, this is important to me. So I'm going to take care to show up. And I think that sends a message to the other person. But it also is our own cue that this is something special. Absolutely. And I have two follow up points about that. The first is, you know, dress, so she says, I'm dressed for a meeting, but take that one step further. She's really dressing for her. This is the decision that she's making. This is the standard that she's set for herself where she's saying, like, this is the line. Like, I'm coming to a meeting and this is the way I want to present myself. And, you know, I think that's really important because if you think about a lot of times I know for women, you know, if you're for getting dressed for an event, we'll maybe call our friends like, what are you wearing? And maybe in your mind, you really want to wear a cocktail dress, but all of your friends are wearing jeans. Like a lot of women feel the pressure to kind of stoop to that level in order to assimilate or a fear of yeah. being overdressed. And I wrote a blog post about this and the difference between being overdressed versus more dressed. And, you know, maybe that new employee doesn't want to dress better than their boss or something like that. But I say, you know, you really should dress, dress for you and how you want to present yourself and not feel the pressure to assimilate to someone else's level because Whereas maybe it might not lead to a direct promotion or something like that. It can definitely lead to other opportunities, like you being recognized in the workplace, maybe for something else, or maybe they want you to be on like a special committee. You know, I definitely think image helps to open up those doors. So what if someone is having a tough time figuring out 
who they are. And I think women at both ends of the extreme of their career can suffer from this. You know, you can have a young person who's just graduated and is trying to figure out their self, their authentic self and how they show up. But you also have someone who's been in the workforce for 25 or 30 years and is saying, gosh, this just isn't working for me. And I know I need to do something different. So how can people hone in on what their image really is? How can they describe it? And because if they can describe it, then they can dress to it. Right. So I think this is kind of like a compound answer. So I think the first thing is really to get inspired by something. So is there a celebrity whose style that you like? Um, Can you go on Pinterest? Um, Can you look on Instagram? I think you get inspired and see what someone else is wearing and see what kind of sparks that emotion for you. And I say this with caution because you definitely can be like over inspiration and overstimulation when it comes to too much yeah like image searching like that so I think like you know you keep it brief but you maybe look at pin a few pictures of what you like and find a commonality like is there strong structured lines or are they all like brightly colored you know find that commonality so I think that's the first part um and then I think the next is really to try things on you know and try on a lot of things at the same time like Maybe it's different cuts of pants because then you can really compare, you know, okay, this style is most flattering because I've just tried on a straight leg, a wide leg and a boot cut. And now I know that, you know, the wide leg is the most flattering. So I think that's really helpful. Um, And then I think the third thing is really to let go of who you were. So Mm. a lot of times, you know, we think about this may be more relevant for the woman who has been in the workplace for a really long time. And she's saying, you know, like, I wore suits all of my life and this and that. Well, now we're seeing a lot of dress codes are changing. So we need to let go of who we used to be and dress for who we are now. And I think that is where a lot of people get hung up or get attached to the clothes that they've had and been hoarding for years. Yeah. (laughs) Well, that's a very familiar conversation. I think that kind of hits home for me here because I've recently gone through that with you of sort of like reevaluating everything. So let's go ahead and talk about spring cleaning because that's where we are. It is March and it is time to tackle the closet. And it's such an important place where we start our day. So I'm just going to let you take it away because I don't want to say too much. I want you to sort of help us think through our mornings and this space and and how we get to it. Yeah. I mean, the closet really can set the tone of your morning. And I think not enough people like respect their closet enough in the sense that I know that sounds a little crazy, but in the sense that, you know, if you picture your closet and it's filled with all these beautiful pieces that make you radiate and boost your confidence that you love and kind of what they say when, when you put them on or even you walk by them, you know, you might be reminded of a really great day that you had or the way you feel in something. And then but hanging right next to that is a shirt or a pair of pants that no longer fits you. Now, what does that say to you? Those pants now say to you, oh, like you shouldn't have eaten those donuts or, (laughs) you know, you were thinner five years ago and you used to fit into me. Yeah. And, you know, and when I say like, we really need to kind of protect ourselves in that sense and get rid of that noise and get rid of that clutter. And whether it's a garment that doesn't fit or just a garment that doesn't make you feel powerful or beautiful, 
get rid of it because it's really bringing your mood down in the morning. I mean, we've all been there. We've all gotten dressed and we've tried like five things on and feel terrible, but yet we put them right back up. We're not going to feel any different about them in another day. Yeah. And in the morning, what, like what an important time to start yourself out on a positive foot. And so really like being realistic and honest with yourself and purging items that no longer serve you is so important. And I think it's so helpful when you're trying to get dressed, especially for those really important moments. And it's not always about expensive things either. I know you can speak to that because a lot of people are thinking, well, great, I'm going to get rid of all my clothes and then I have to spend a fortune building a new wardrobe. So help us with the understanding of money and how it doesn't have to cost an arm and a leg to build up our wardrobe. I think it's really important that if you do purge your clothes, you replenish with quality items. But quality doesn't necessarily mean designer. Like, yes, if you buy a designer piece, most likely it is going to be a higher, nicer quality item. Um, But at the same time, you can find really great quality things around the corner. I mean, with shoes, it's an absolute must that they be genuine leather, unless leather's not your thing. But you can get a great pair of leather shoes, you know, at your local department store online for a great price. And it's going to be a nice quality piece versus, you know, going and spending $30 at Target on a pair of shoes that isn't going to last you. Um, And so making sure that you're replenishing your closet with quality pieces, they're going to last you for years. And so in the long run, you are going to be spending a lot more money or less money. I'm sorry. And then you're because you're going to be wearing the things for longer and you're going to get more value out of them. Yeah. And I think when you were talking about trying things on, that is so important when it comes to interviewing, because too often someone will go out and buy a new outfit, whether it's a dress or a top or a blazer, whatever, for interviewing, and that's healthy if you feel that your wardrobe needs a boost. I'm, I'm all for, for sure. that. But try it on first and wear it the day before because too often people buy something, they're standing in the dressing room and it looks great, but then when they sit down, they realize that it moves. Or then when they go on Zoom, they realize that it's see-through, it's too bright or whatever. So I'm always a big fan of like the test run that you've got to know what works for you and shy away from something brand new for that very, very special occasion. Um, So do you have other thoughts for people who are, you know, in the interview process or really thinking through their career and how they can do some things to, you know, make sure that they're showing up in the best way possible? Sure. I think that, you know, investing in some good wardrobe basics is always a great idea. You know, a great pair of dress pants, Um, a nice blouse, a good fitting, well-tailored blazer, things like that um, is always good to invest in because one, they're timeless. So you're going to be able to keep them in your wardrobe for, you know, for years on end. But then also if the dress code changes, when you have quality basics like that, they're still going to fit in with the dress codes, you know? So for example, if it was business, you know, professional, and now they're moving more to a casual. Wearing a blazer with a with a pair of jeans is a really smart way of styling, and you're still going to get your money's worth. And I think having some good pieces like that, you can then mix in a blouse that's very seasonal, and maybe you spent less money on it, and you know, continue to change that season over season 
without having to really change up your entire wardrobe. You know, and it's such a crazy time right now because a couple of weeks ago when we booked this, we would have talked about the pandemic and coming out of the pandemic and and how we show up. And now we have an international crisis on our hands. And so people have the weight of the world on them. Is there a way that just, you know, looking at your wardrobe and being grateful for what you have and just picking like, you know, a nice bright for me orange top or something yellow can just also like last you through the day, even if it's a weekend, if it, even if it's not work to just sparkle your day? Yeah. I mean, I think it is always important to, you know, lead with emotion when getting dressed. If you feel great in this, then you are, you're, you're going to radiate, your mood is going to be up. People are going to want to be around you. And that sort of behavior is infectious. And I mean, if we can't use more of positive, you know, outlook and positive behavior, then, you know, we definitely could always use that. Oh, I think that's perfect timing. Okay. So Ashley, where can people find you? Because I love following you on Instagram. You always have great tips for us. Um, Tell us where people can find you. Sure. People can find me on Instagram at styled by Schaefer. And you can also visit my website, ashleyschaefer.com. And links to all of my social platforms are also included in there. And we will include that in the show notes. Thank you so much, Ashley, for spending some time with us today. Thanks so much for having me. Take care. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to Job Talk Weekly. Leave us a review. Let us know what topics you want to hear. And we're always on socials on Instagram and Facebook, Job Talk Weekly, and our website, jobtalkweekly.com. See you next time.